This is going to make you healthier instantly. Because listen to this. Everybody in the world tells you that you have needs that you must fulfill. From kindergarten on, you are told, get your shoes on, you're going to miss the bus. You're four years old. At four years old, you have to get your shoes on because you have to catch the bus to get to school. That's how it starts. And it just gets worse. You have to. You have to. You, you, you have to graduate. You, you have to get a job. You got to make a living. You have to. Why do I have to? Why do I have to? Well, if you don't go to school, you don't get a job, you don't have money, you can't buy a house, you don't have where to live, you're going to be out on the street, and you're going to die. Right? See, all of a sudden, it's not making any sense to the four-year-old. You say to the four-year-old, get your shoes on, you're going to miss the bus. Yeah, so, what, you want to die? <laughs> and the kid says, what? <laughs> Well, you know, 40 years from now, it's not working. I don't know how it worked all these years. The farmers get up 4 o'clock in the morning because they have to milk the cow. And they have to plow the fields. And they have to get the... Why do they have to? Wait, you want to die? So... You come to America, and it's modern times, and we have mass media, and we have advertisement. What does the advertisement say? Every one of them. You need this. You have to have one of these. You mean you don't have? You didn't get the medicine for your post-nasal drip? You have to have it. Sure, it'll cause a stroke and blindness, but you got to have it. So the needs, the have to, you have to, it just keeps piling on. It gets a little heavy and a little depressing, so you go for therapy. Huh? You know what happens when you go to therapy? They listen to you, and then they say, those are the problems you know you have. Those are the needs you're aware of. But you realize you have to patch up your relationship with your mother because she never really wanted you. <laughs> you know that you're suffering from jealousy from your brother. This guy went to a psychiatrist, told him all his problems. And the psychiatrist says, aha, you're jealous of your brother. He says, I don't have a brother. <laughs> the psychiatrist says, look, if you're not going to cooperate, I can't help.
Your symptoms come from jealousy from a brother. Don't tell me you don't have a brother. Anyway, the point is, you come away with more needs than you ever dreamed of. Subconscious. So you go to religion, right? A little comfort, a little, a little support. So what happens when you go to religion? Oh, you find out that all the problems you have while you're alive are nothing compared to the problems you're going to have. Yeah, there's no help. There's no help. So the past sounded like this. You have to. That's it. That's the past. Wherever you go, whatever you're doing, whatever society, whatever culture, though all of life was, you have to. And people said, oh, if I have to, then I have to. And they did it. The farmer plowed the fields, the hunters went out to hunt, and the gatherers went out to gather. Why? Oh, you know, you have to. And then the religious grandfather said to his grandson, you have to keep kosher. You have to go to shul. You have to get married. So they did. Because, you know, if you have to, that was the past. Now let's talk about the future. You don't have to. You don't have to anything. Nothing. You know the guy who was suing his parents for giving birth to him? <laughs> He took his parents to court that they should pay all his bills for the rest of his life because they gave birth to him without his consent. <laughs> this is not a good argument. I have to go to school. I have to go to college. I have to get a job. I have to pay the mortgage and I have to pay the taxes. Why? Because you decided to give birth to me? You pay. What do I have to pay? Did I sign a contract? Did I have a, a verbal oral agreement? Nothing. Nobody asked me. I don't need this. You pay the bill. Doesn't that sound good? He's right. He's absolutely right. But they threw it out of court. For a number of reasons. One reason was the parents said, you know, we wanted to ask you, but we couldn't find you. <laughs> the other argument was the parents said, hey, we didn't ask to be born either. So complained to grandma. And grandma said, I, I didn't ask to be born. We don't ask to be born. We don't. Why don't we ask to be born? Because we don't need to. Why do we need to be born? You're born into this world without being asked. And then you're told to pay the bills. And to be good. Behave yourself. You want to die? 
or religion comes along and says, you want to go to hell? You want to get a good spanking? You want to get thrown out of the house? You want to get arrested? There's always a threat. You have to do this because otherwise there's a threat. Today, people have come to the realization if you're threatening me, then you obviously have no argument. Why are you threatening? The religious grandfather says to his grandson, you have to go to shul. You have to put on film. You have to daven. You have to keep kosher. You have to, you have to. The kid says, you know what? I don't have to. Grandfather says, yes, you have to, you must. He says, no, I don't have to. What does the grandfather say? You want to go to hell? Burn in hell. Right away with the threat. So what does that mean? The grandfather says you have to. The grandson says I don't have to. So the grandfather said I'm going to spank you. Oh, so you have nothing else to say. That's where the threat comes. You run out of what to say. So you really can't explain why I have to. So you're threatening. Oh, it's not working anymore. You can't threaten people anymore. It's not working. There's an amazing thing happening. This is the future that is coming, and we need to be ready. Ten-year-old children are telling their parents, I didn't ask to be born. Why do I have to clean up the room? Why do I have to do homework? I didn't ask to be born. And parents panic. Don't panic. Kids write. The kid is right. So if your child ever says to you, I didn't ask to be born, you should say, neither did I. So listen to this. If you didn't ask to be born and you don't need to be born, what does it mean? You have to. You don't have to. What about the threat? Yeah, what about it? You want me to live my entire life and do all sorts of things so that I don't die? Doesn't make sense. Live not to die. Don't like it. Kids are saying this. You tell teenagers, don't mess around with the drugs. It can kill you. They look at you like, what's your point? Finish the sentence. Yeah, it can kill me. So what? And they're not suicidal. They're smart. We are here because somebody needs us. Not we need. We don't need. Now, this wisdom usually comes when you're pushing a hundred. Right? When you're pushing a hundred, it's like, what do I need? I don't need anything. Give me a little nachas and I'm fine. It's true. Here's the future. You wake up in the morning, you have no needs. You wake up and you ask yourself, 
Who needs me today? That's life. You don't need anything. So I stop a guy in the street and I say, come, would you like to put on food? He says, oh, I don't need that. I said, great, so come, let's put it on. See, if you needed it, it would just be part of your burden. Farmer needs to milk a cow and you need to put on food. You don't need it. He needs you to do. You got a minute to do something for him? Or does everything have to be about him? This is the future. In the future, when someone comes to a psychiatrist and says, I don't know how to get all my needs. The psychiatrist will say, you don't have any needs. Go home. Find somebody who needs you. That's what you're here for. You're not here to be needy. You're here to be needed. And that's what Judaism said. We got it all messed up. Judaism is not a religion. Judaism is not a you have to. Judaism is he has to. And it depends on us for his need. Isn't that what the whole Torah says? Like what's Shabbos? God says so clearly, I created the world in six days and I rested on Shabbos. It's my holy day. Can you join me? He doesn't say you need to rest on Shabbos. We don't do anything all week. He didn't say you need a day off. He said it's my holy day. You're not going to join me? It's like God is sitting at his Shabbos table and nobody comes to the table. So do I need to come to the table? Not really, but he needs me, and I'd rather do it for him than for myself. This is the future, ladies and gentlemen. We have no needs. We are guests. Now, look, doesn't this make sense? He created the world, and we need a job. Doesn't make any sense. He created the world. He needs something. You don't create the world unless you need something. We need? We never asked for anything. So do I need to eat? No, I can hold in there. I don't need to eat. He created me with a dependency on food. He created me to eat. I don't need this. I need to stop eating. And I can't. I need to sleep. It's not nice when you say it that way. It's as if you invented sleep. You didn't invent it. In fact, you don't even want to. You need to stay up and finish whatever you're doing. But he said, no, you haven't slept in 12 hours. You're going to need to sleep. It's his idea. Why are we stealing it? That's plagiarism. <laughs> oh, I need to eat right now. You don't need anything. 
So why did he create us with a dependency on food? Why did he create us with a need to sleep? Why did he create us with a need to breathe? Now we'd be much healthier if we didn't breathe. Especially in LA. So we don't need to breathe, we don't need to work, we don't need to eat, we don't need to sleep. We don't need anything. We didn't ask to be born. That's Judaism. Judaism says, if you're eating, make a bracha. You know why? Because eating is not your idea. It's his idea. So you're doing something that he created you to do. So it's a religious event. If you're eating, you're doing something godly. Because if it was up to you, you wouldn't eat. This is so liberating. Stop with the guilt. Stop with the ambition. I must become. I have to. You don't have to. Relax. Here is the future. One choice you have to make. That's all. The one choice is, do you feel needy or do you feel needed? Not a difficult choice. When you feel needy, you're a little depressed. When you feel needed, you are fully alive. So the future is not what it used to be. When Mashiach comes, nobody's going to threaten you with death because death will be over. Nobody's going to threaten you with hell because hell will be closed due to weather. Nobody is going to make you suffer because there'll be no suffering. So why would you get up in the morning? Because you're needed. You were never needy. Never. We got it wrong. So, we are not a religion because we're not trying to get to heaven. We're not trying to avoid hell. We're not trying to be spiritual. We don't want it. We don't need it. We didn't ask for it. But if God says, fast on Yom Kippur, makes him happy, fine. You have 10 minutes. Can you put on hold? I don't need it. I know you don't need it. You don't need anything. But when you are needed, that is so inspiring. And yet, we got it backwards. Well, if he needs it, let him do it. Why should I do it? See, that comes from the belief that I've got my own problem. We don't have our own problem. We don't. We are here to serve. That's life. Having your own problems, that's depression. So, if you're raising children, if you're a teacher, if you're a grandparent, stop using the word must. You must. You have to. You need to. They're not listening. They're not buying it. 
They don't need to, they don't have to, and they don't must. But if you tell them, make the bracha on the cookie, God is waiting to hear from you. Don't do it. Look, have you ever cooked for yourself? You're home alone. There's just you. You get to cook a meal for yourself? Nah, you open a can, you know? Make a big, you don't even want to make the dish dirty. But somebody's coming over to the house. Hey, that's a party. Somebody else needs to eat. It's a party. You need to eat? All right, so you eat something. Boring. Gold. So let's come alive. Let's come alive. We've been practicing this for thousands of years without knowing it. Six days you should work, and on seventh day, don't. You know what that means? Six days you can feel needy. You need to fix it, fix it. You need to buy it, buy it. You need to cook it, cook it. But on Shabbos, you don't need to cook, you don't need to buy, you don't need to fix. You're needed, not needy. And that has kept us alive through everything. Because every seven days, I don't need anything. Shabbos. It kept us alive. Even when during the six days, we were really depressed. So, welcome to the new world. The future has just begun. And it's different. Everyone is going to be serving God. You know why? Not because they're going to become religious, but because we don't need anything. We don't need anything. So God comes along and says, but I need something. It's all oh, good. Good. Now I have something to do. So when God calls to Avraham, Avraham's reaction is, Hineni. Yes, you familiar? God says, Avraham, Avraham. Avraham says, Hineni. What does Hineni mean? Hineni hmm? <laughs> means, I'm unemployed. You need something? Hey, I'm available. Because I didn't ask to be born. You asked me to be born. So what do you need? What do you need? I don't need anything. That is so powerful. It's so Jewish. So when somebody calls, when God calls, our, our answer should be, in any, I am so available because I don't need anything anymore. I've outgrown that. Make sense? So we should all be blessed with a good understanding, with a healthy attitude, with the realization that we didn't create this world. We didn't start the fire, if you know the song. We didn't start the fire. We're not here to get stuff from God because we don't need anything. But He, the creator of the world, depends on you to make His plan complete.
So you got 10 minutes. Do a mitzvah. You don't need it? Perfect.